This podcast is produced and developed by Brooks Middle School students in Wichita, Kansas. We also welcome you to give us your feedback on what you want to hear from us. You can do that by going onto our Spotify polls or even leave us a voice message on our Anchor website, and we might just use your ideas for our next upcoming episodes. We try to post every Friday, so don't forget to come and listen and tell a friend if you like what you heard. Welcome to Students Off Schedule. Welcome to our podcast. Um, I'm Riley. I'm Naomi. And today, and yes, of course, Mari. And today we have a very special guest. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, hi, everyone. Uh, Thanks for having me. My name is Brandon Whipple. I'm the mayor of Wichita. So we are very excited to have uh, Mayor Whipple in here with us today. Uh, We have some questions prepared for him. So, ready to answer some questions? Yeah, I mean, (laughs) Yeah, let's get right into it. <laughs> okay. Not too juicy. <laughs> not too, not too crazy. I hope. Uh, what was your favorite part of school as a student? Yo, know, actually, I didn't have the best school experience, uh, to be honest. Uh, so my favorite part of school was more the social aspect of it. Um, yeah. I actually wasn't a very good student academically. I had some setbacks that, I, frankly, I, I think nowadays we catch on to these type of setbacks mm-hmm. and give students more resources that they need. Uh, back in my day, we, we didn't ha- have, uh, I guess, much uh, resources as you mm-hmm. all have today. Uh, so when I look back on middle school and high school, really the social aspect being around, I had one teacher uh, in my life who was a history teacher, and he thought I had a gift for understanding history and, and uh, what we would consider politics mm-hmm. as well. Like, uh, and he told me I should get into a higher level history class. I should take his. And I remember looking back, and that conversation was, was inspiring to me because no one's told me that. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I think back about my time in high school, it was really more trying to connect with people who made a whose advice made a, made a larger impact on me. Uh, not so much like I guess I didn't like enjoy science as much as I enjoyed Peter Wanzi, who was the Peter Waz, we call him Wanzi, uh, <laughs> who was a teacher there who, who uh, uh, you know, would, would invest his, uh, his his knowledge in me so mm-hmm. I could be uh, better, at, as better, as well as I could be as far as being a student. So you were like a really social kid. I was more social than I was academic. And, <laughs> and I'll just tell you guys, I, I grew up with a learning disability and um, back then, like, we didn't have... I, I think the understanding that we did do today. So I wound up in a situation when I was younger where, you know, if you ask me a, a math question, I'll, I'll switch some of my letters and numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, in, I'm not reading it as well as some other students. So I'll choose, if you call on me, I'll choose to push my book off the desk and protest. And what I was really doing at the time was trying to get out of the an embarrassing situation. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have been a bad kid than a dumb kid, I guess. Yeah, right. in quotation. Because yeah. I know that, you know, it doesn't mean that, you know, but that's how I felt as yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, I guess when I look back on my experience, and I'm just being real with you guys, uh, that um, I, the best parts about high school and middle school for me were those personal conversations with a coach, with a mentor, yeah. with a teacher, someone who saw a little more in me than I saw in myself at that time. Yeah. And that those type of lessons actually not only carried with me, but also... Um, in my position now, like being mayor is a little weird, by the way. Like people <laughs> yeah. know who you are, uh, which is interesting. Like because like you, you don't want to like mess up. Like I don't want to like accidentally pick my nose or something. Like, <laughs> That's in public. true. Um, 
But also there, there's a level of uh, empowerment where I, if I can slow down and have a good conversation with someone, uh, I'm not sure if those conversations are impactful or not, but they mm. could be. Uh, so, and I doubt that the folks who invested in me knew that their conversations were made as impactful. Mm. Uh, so uh, my goal is to uh, reflect on my experience and say, well, what out of that experience can I actually add uh, in my role today? Uh, and that might be talking to someone who's really good at something or has potential to be really great at something and they might not fully realize that but to us it's obvious like mm-hmm. to and we get these people you get you know those people are really good at like they're an athlete or really good at something yeah. and you tell them that that you, you think they already know it because how how would they not uh, right. but once you tell them they're surprised that's kind of uh, my role now is how do I encourage folks uh, to really um, I, I guess pursue their their potential Mm -hmm. I definitely agree I mean I have some like learning problems too and I think in schools um there definitely are a lot more resources now and it's definitely a lot more helpful uh for students and I guess what you said about social part I guess that's really important because I mean you're the mayor you got to be very social it's an important part of it Right. Um. Well, and it's you got to be like approachable, I think. Like so, because <laughs> yeah. you can be. I, I work with folks in my world, right, of electeds, and they they can be social, which means they can be seen. They're out and about. Um, but you know, good for them. My goal is not just to be social, but also put myself into situations in spaces where folks feel comfortable talking to me about really anything. Because the gold standard when it comes to public policy, uh, which is how we address problems, is first identifying the problem. Mm-hmm. And if I could talk to, let's say, you three, and you have an issue out of the school but in the community, uh, and I can, I guess, probe what, what that issue is, and then come back with, like, okay, we identify the actual problem. Yeah. Like, Because a lot of times we think something's a problem, but it's not that, it's something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if we can actually fully identify this is the issue here, uh, and then we can take that back and actually hopefully have some type of resolution to that issue. Uh, rather, it's at the local government or what we call a, a networked approach, which might not be in my wheelhouse, but I can call someone who works in this space, who works in a nonprofit world, or works for the school district, or works and perhaps uh, uh, get that get, get the issue resolved. Yeah, I definitely think so, and I fully agree. I think that now we have like technology, and now people are more understanding of other people that like are more different. People are starting to accept people that are more unique or more different, and it must have been really rough when you didn't have that because kids are cruel. <laughs> well, and, and that's the thing is you wind up. I think that the you guys, by the way have it together so much more than I did at your age. Like, I'm just going to throw that. I can already tell, right? Like, you're all organizing stuff. You're, you're on a podcast. Like, you actually can get through a, a checklist of things to do, right? Like, yeah. and that's that's incredible. I, I think that, um, uh, yeah, it's it's also about that peer encouragement. There are people in your world who look up to, to what you all are doing, whether you know it or not. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, leadership is really about, uh, and leadership's a weird word. It's one we throw around a lot. Uh, and, yeah, but the reality is, like, it, it, it's about kind of not only modeling behaviors, right? Like being kind to people because you want people to be kind to you, uh, but also setting that example. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think that, um, you know, uh, the atmosphere that school seemed to be in, and I'm not an eighth grader, so, you know, from an observation, uh, they seem much more, uh, this generation, your generation, is, is frankly one of the smartest generations we, we've ever had. And mm-hmm. and I don't mean because you guys all got bigger brains than we do. I mean, <laughs> y- y'all look things up. Like you have the internet, like you, you will actually, Actually, look something up to find the facts. You know how to read data. Like you, you, you guys uh, uh, grew up with all the information um, in the world, pretty much at your fingertips. Uh, so I, I agree. Where like now, I think there's a lot more 
not only resources for someone like me, like I'll, I'll read books on audio. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll kind of, I learned how I learn best and will use technology to accommodate that. But as you mentioned, now that you, your generation, I think you all have more information about, you know, what makes people different, which makes you, I think, better classmates. Uh, it makes you better leaders. Uh, and frankly, it inspires me in my position uh, to try to, you know, create a Wichita that's, and I hate to sound cheesy, but like that's <laughs> that's worthy of you all to inherit, mm-hmm. to, to yeah. take that next, you know, to actually take the baton and move forward with. And I think all that definitely uh, it uh, leads into the next question, which was, do you think that the school system has changed since you were a kid? And if so, what are the changes? And were they better or were they worse changes? And why? Yeah, so really good questions. I, I think that uh, in just in my experience, and I, I talked to an avid class, uh, I think yesterday, yesterday morning. It all kind of blends up, by the way. Um, the... Uh, and someone asked me if I was an admin when I was younger, and I said, I wish I was, uh, mm-hmm. because the program I was in when I was a, a student, uh, first it was called the STAR program. It was like the students that are at risk. Uh, and so right there, you kind of the social label. Uh, and then they, that's that first year in that program, they put you in what's called occupational preparation, uh, which they were preparing me to get a job as soon as I got out of high school which is fine. There, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Don't get me wrong. However, going back to that comment about Mr. Fortier, uh, my history teacher, who said, why don't you sign up for my next level class because you get this information better uh, than, you know, I, I think my advisor thought I did. Um, I couldn't switch out of my occupational preparation history class to go into technical preparation history class that next level without changing the entirety of my schedule, which means I was stuck. Uh, I would have had to also have to to go to a higher math class and a higher English class. Uh, and so it wasn't as flexible. Yeah. Um, and again, they would tell me stuff like, I, they would pretty much tell me that because of my performance in eighth grade, which set me up for ninth grade, which set me up for the rest of high school, that because of, uh, I, I had some setbacks, um, that I, I really wasn't college material or tech school material. I really mm-hmm. wasn't set out for this type of stuff. And I don't think we do that anymore. I think right now uh, what we do when it comes to young people, particularly in Wichita, uh, and, and I didn't go to the Wichita school, so this is all how in New Hampshire where mm-hmm. I grew up, how it was. Um, we are actually, or teachers it seems, actually look towards finding potential in students, uh, even if it's the potential that you yourself don't know yet, mm-hmm. uh, and to support uh, um, opportunity around students so they could reach that potential. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I do think that um, a lot of schools today, the attitude at least has switched okay. along with the programs where like AVID and some of these other programs, they are about su- supplying folks with, with, with the extra, uh, um, really the, the extra uh, support that they need so they can go on to whatever it is that they want to become uh, and to use their time and talents towards. Uh, in my growing up, um, uh, I had to go twice to my advisor's office and ask uh, for if there was any colleges I could attend um, and I remember this first time he told me no and then my coach told me like you there's probably at least a two-year school mm-hmm. you, you got to go that you could rebuild because I had to rebuild my transcript pretty much um, and I remember that conversation uh, where he had this old Dell computer it's stuff that you guys would find at grandma's house uh, <laughs> and he printed off this list of colleges and he was like these are the schools that might accept you based off the um, based off the uh, I guess uh, grades you have mm-hmm. I remember thinking to myself there's a list <laughs> like there's like a whole list and like just being in awe that I could actually go to you know I, and when I went to college I I had to retake some other classes to get me up to a level I needed to. Um, so anyways, I think that my my pathway um, is hopefully not the same experience that kids today 
uh, uh, have to go through. And it doesn't seem so based on my understanding of the new programs and the new basically attitude, culture, whatever you want to call it, that surrounds um, our, our, our uh, uh, school system, at least here in Wichita, uh, to help kids and young people really meet their potential, regardless, again, what that potential is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that, I think things have definitely developed since, I don't know much, but since you were younger or something, I think um, that's definitely uh, true. Um, yeah. Do you guys I, feel supported? And <laughs> I feel, I'd say so. Um, yeah. I think that schools now have gotten a lot better and that things have grown and become more developed as the age goes on, but I definitely say so. Yeah, I feel supported in the fact that I think that there's a lot more freedom with where we can go, what we can do, because I know that that wasn't really a thing back then for like and stuff. So <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I think that's kind of it that we were talking about. Um, uh, is there anything else you would like to say? Uh, not really. I just really appreciate the opportunity to, to be on your podcast. I love everything that is going on. I, I think when it comes to our, our young people, that next generation, uh, and what you guys got going on out here. I don't know if your listeners know, but uh, you know, with the uh, organizing and bringing people into uh, to, to really the, this community event that you've created. Uh, it is really cool. And yeah, I, I just want to say, because um, I know that sometimes when you're doing this stuff, you don't realize how cool it is. Like how, like, yeah. it, it's it's not easy to pull off this type of stuff. And I know that you three in particular, you're the door greeters, you're the ones at the front table. I know you're involved with that along with your uh, uh, your, your colleagues or your, your classmates, student yeah. pals, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call them. Uh, so just uh, want to just say, uh, I think that's great. I think you guys uh, really represent the next generation well. And I uh, appreciate not only the invitation for me to be here a chance to chat on your podcast but also uh just looking out there with, with all the folks running around uh, um just having a good time uh, that one that doesn't happen on its own it of happens course, yeah. because uh folks really step up they step out and they're able to uh, pull off these separate events so yeah. thank you uh, well thank you so much for being on the podcast with us um we appreciate you yeah of course. we appreciate yeah. it so much um it was good to meet you you as well thank yeah you. it was good to meet you you as well. Thank you so much. Good to meet you. Yes, thanks a lot, guys. Of course.